So if you're a cancer survivor, you face your own mortality. And in so many ways, if I was going to run a company, I wanted to make for damn sure I got up every morning and I was excited about it. Welcome back to Women at Work, a podcast celebrating the vast experiences women can have in the remodeling and construction industries and the unique skills and approaches each woman brings to her role. Hi, I'm Annie Sobolski, your new co-host of Work and associate editor for Professional Builder Magazine. I'm so excited that Caitlin Schuler invited me to co-host this podcast with her. And while she profiles inspirational remodelers, I'll be focusing on female builders who are killing it. If you like what you're hearing and want us to keep putting out new episodes, it would help us a lot if you would leave a rating and review. We're available on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your audio. Even a short review helps show that we've got listeners who care about what women in this industry have to say. Now, let's dive into this week's show. Rachel Brown is the owner and CEO of Rachel Brown Homes, a custom home builder in Huntsville, Alabama. Her company was recognized for its high ethical standards by the Better Business Bureau of North Alabama. And fun fact, she is one of the work speakers for 2019. Speaking of which, you can register for the next work conference now. Rachel caught her eyes for this podcast with her strong sense of self and a warm, friendly professional style that is pretty unique for this industry. We'll learn about how she learned to be both feminine and fierce, and succeed even when the odds were stacked against her, taking over her father's business at just 26 after his unexpected death. I am Rachel Brown. I am the owner of a land development and new construction home building company, Rachel Brown Homes. Rachel is driven. She's self-made but a team player, and she isn't afraid to speak her mind while wearing her favorite shade of lipstick. Later in the episode, Rachel will also share her surprising trick for building confidence and unwinding after a long day at work that will inspire you to get up and move. So tell me a little bit about how you ended up in the industry. I am a second generation home builder. My late father, he passed away about 14 years ago. I grew up with uh, he and my mom. They owned multiple companies all revolving around this industry. He was a real estate broker, a land developer. He was a new construction, single family home builder. He built multifamilies to rent. So I grew up with a a mother and a father that owned their own business. So I was a witness to this industry and have been around it all of my life. So this was something that you kind of always knew that you're going to get into, or did you end up like falling up in love with it along the way? Well, I wasn't really sure. I always knew I wanted to be in business for myself. When I graduated from high school, I went to school at Auburn and I studied psychology. And there was a large part of me that thought maybe I would either go to law school or um, go to graduate school, become a psychologist or a psychiatrist. By the time I finished school at Auburn, Uh, I had worked for my parents on and off through the summers and the Christmas breaks. And I knew when I graduated, I wanted to go back home and work for them. And the rest is history. I've been in the business ever since. When I came home to work for my parents, unfortunately, a few years after that, my dad was in an accident and passed away. So I bootstrapped it, put on my big girl panties, and took over all of his businesses and eventually started my own. Wow, that's really amazing and also must have been really hard. Absolutely. I was 26 years old when he died, 
um, and I graduated, I think, when I was 23. So I grew up overnight. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take that part back for anything. Obviously, I miss my dad, and I wish he had not passed. But, you know, in my 20s, when most of my girlfriends were out every night exploring who they were as individuals, I was at work. Um, but I have an incredibly strong work ethic, and I'm glad that I was able to develop who I was as a businesswoman in my 20s. You, your uh, website just has such, like, a personal brand. It's, like, so super – it's super positive super personal with like the sections like our awesome team and high fives. And I, I think that that's pretty unique for the industry. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how you developed that professional voice? When I developed Rachel Brown Homes, I was a single mom. I had an 18 month old son. And when I would put him to bed at night, um, I would really daydream about what I wanted to accomplish for him to be able to see and be proud of, but really more so over for myself. I would say growing up with a, a strong male lead father, even though there were so many parts about him as a businessman that I wanted to push forward in my career, one thing that was missing locally uh, here in our market was a, a strong sense of customer relations. In other words, not just deciding, hey, I'm going to run a business for profitability, but I really, really want to develop um, a strong following of customers who are your biggest fans. So I just went with my intuition, which I think a lot of women sit to the side. God has uh, designed us to have a intuition for a reason. And my intuition told me that what customers really wanted, really specifically women, was a builder who would listen to what their ideas were, listen to out-of-the-box thinking, new ways of building, imaginative ideas, look at their Pinterest pages, look at their house pages. And if I'm going to build their dream home, actually implement their dreams. Based on everything I know about you so far, um, you seem to really hold your own and use your own, like, authentic, upbeat, and positive personality to set your business apart. So has it always been like that for you, or did you have to take time to really build that confidence? Oh, I would say if you're a woman, often confidence is um, an evolution. And, you know, like I said, I'm turning 40 this year. The older you get, the more confidence that you develop if you really push yourself. One thing that I have learned in my career and in my personal life, just because you're differential or quiet doesn't mean it's a weakness. There are times in your life where, as a woman, it's okay to be quiet and listen. The greatest advice that I can give to any woman that wants to move up the corporate ladder or that wants to start their own business, especially in a male-dominated industry, and be successful I read a lot. And so to give you an example, earlier in my career, if I met with my framer and he was somebody that had been in the business longer than me and perhaps I was intimidated by him, but I'm the general contractor, right? So I'm the one leading him and I'm the one that's supposed to have all the knowledge. I accepted early on that it was okay to allow someone else to maybe tell me I was wrong, but I was going to go home that night and pick up my framing book 
or pick up the International Residential Code book and read and educate myself. And if the framer was wrong, I was going to have the confidence to go back and say, hey, look, you know, I looked this up. This isn't right. And not make it about a man versus woman or wrong versus right. It's really just about a collaboration. I mean, we're building homes. Um, there's over 30 trades. So if you're going to work together as a team and you're going to be a leader of that team, you've got to constantly educate yourself. And fortunately, women don't have to go to Barnes & Noble and buy a bunch of books. You can go to Google. I read every single night. I read as much as I possibly can. Education absolutely is the key to confidence. And, of course, surrounding yourself with other women that are strong and experienced and who can give you um, a different set of eyes, perspective, and insight, and that can keep you excited and pumped up when you need to be pumped up. You know, construction is difficult. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. And there are days where from 7 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock at night, I've done nothing but argue and fight and argue and contest and really man up, so to speak. Um, there's nothing wrong with a woman being dynamic. You can man up all day long and go home and look incredible for your husband and be soft-spoken again that night. I know because I do it every day. You can be a chameleon if you'd like. There's nothing wrong with that. I would like to break some of the stigma about women in construction. Um, and if I can say this, you can be sexy and still be incredibly smart. You can be sexy but still be um, incredibly forceful and confident. You can wear lipstick and tell your framer exactly what he did wrong when he failed his framing inspection. I'm beating my framer up, but I really have the most incredible framer. <laughs> I guess it's my, my final question. I just want to kind of step back from work just a little bit. You know, we work all week. Uh, so what really grabs yeah. your attention when you're not working? It has taken me many years to accept that it's okay to step away and have fun. So any woman listening to this that's really struggling with that work-life balance, first of all, there's really no such thing in terms of perfecting it. It's, it's a constant evolution of family, friends, work, hobbies, family, friends, work, hobbies, right? And you're never, ever going to get it all right at one time. You can't. That's called perfection, and God didn't de design us that way. And so at almost 40 years old, I have started to finally figure that out. I really spent the money to outfit a room here in my home, and I work out at least four days a week in the morning or at night, and everyone knows it's an off-limits hour. Rachel needs one hour to go in there and absolutely cry, scream, yell. You've got to be able to wear yourself out physically to handle the mental part of working in this career. So that's one way I have fun, and I have gotten in such good shape now, it's actually fun. So anybody out there that hates working out, if you just do it for about 30 days, it'll be all right. You um, can't see me, but I raised my hand. <laughs> yes, okay. You're going to be okay. Just 30 yeah. days of doing anything after that, you'll be okay. And really focus on the part where I said cry, scream, yell. I mean, the point is none of us are trying to look like a Victoria's Secret model. I'm sorry. Just don't focus on that. Focus on Annie looking in the mirror 
and deciding that I'm going to be the very best that God designed me to be. And the more I scream and cry in this gym, when I go to work, the more I'm going to be able to handle any situation that's put on me. And that is the truth. So um, at 40 years old, take my advice. Thanks to Rachel for joining me on the podcast and to all of you for listening. Links to more information about Rachel Brown Holmes and the 2020 Work Conference can be found in this episode's notes. Women at Work is now available on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else where you get your audio. If you like what you're hearing so far, I'd love it if you took a minute to rate and review the show on whatever platform you use. Our next episode will feature another female professional whose work and drive will knock your socks off. Until then, follow us on social and keep on working. Thank you.